Because when you're feeling all this pressure on you, like every, things are just not going right and you're, you're frustrated and you're, you're upset and you, you know, you're honking your horn at people, you're middle fingering people and you just, oh, all of that is signs to say that it's time to change some things. It's time to change with some of the things that you may think, some of the things you may say, some of the things that you're doing. If you feel all those things about yourself and you look at it in a negative way, right? How is it that you want somebody else to come look at that in a positive way? Self-love Sunday, ladies. I hope that you're doing well. I hope that your journeys are going well. I cannot believe that it is November 1st. It's funny because I remember at the beginning of the year, everything seemed to be going super slow um, with the beginning of COVID. And now it's like speeding up. I don't know if that's a good or a bad thing. I know some people are in a rush to leave 2020. I'm kind of like going with the flow. Um, I believe when you flow, you are more happy um, as opposed to trying to control or push, you know, or pull uh, when it comes to, to life and, and time, right? Uh, especially when we get on the, the, the later end of that spectrum in terms of age, you're like, okay, slow it down, right? So... Anywho, um, I wanted to talk to you today because I had a talk with one of my friends last week um, who just, I love in the door, my, my everything when it comes to a lot of things. And uh, we were talking about, when I called her, let's just say that she was super duper frustrated, like overly frustrated. And I'm like, well, what's going on? And she's like, having she's frustrated because she's been on like a 10 year hiatus in terms of dating and um, being in relationship period like just 10 year hiatus and she lives in a total different um place she she moved away and um decided last year that she would you know step out and try the dating scene again and she did and she met somebody and he turned out to be not for her but he was kind of honest right in the beginning he was just like you know what he what he was looking for but the thing is sometimes when we run into people we think are our types you know look this way has these things does these things right we we try to convince ourselves that we can convince them because we are you know the end all be all in everything Right? that they they don't know what they're missing out on, right? But I, I, I've come to learn a few things, okay? Um, after this was all said and done, we had that conversation, like, you know, you really have to listen to what someone says. You know, if someone tells you, if you're looking to be married and you meet someone who doesn't want to get married, then guess what? You have a choice to make. Either you can keep pursuing down their alley and end up in a place where you don't want to be, where you're not happy because you're you're um, betraying yourself, or you can chalk that up as an experience, right? And then move on. Because I, I think, and I know, let me just say this, I know because I've been through it myself. We start off with, oh, I hate dating. I can't stand it, you know? And we start with all this, you know, men all men just want is this and 
they is and we have this this type and it's all these lists and these things and you know all the things that go along with it and this was a part of the discussion because she said well you know i don't really think that it's them i think that it's me i think you know because i'm i'm weird and and i'm this and i'm that and and i'm listening to her and i'm just listening to everything and i said you know what you're 100% right you're 100% right it isn't them it's you it's you and she's like cuz i think she was thinking i was going to say something different right and she's like no but when it, i love myself and when it comes to self love you know these are the things that people don't talk about and i was like and i'm listening to her again and she's like you know and she's going off and I'm like, the first statement you said is very true. It's not them, it's you. And here's what I mean by that, ladies. Let's, Because it's not them, it is you. A lot of times, it's your limiting beliefs of what you believe in yourself, about yourself. Sometimes it's old and limited, limiting beliefs in terms of, because she was actually raised um, very... Um, religious, um, Baptist, old school, Bible belt, right? Um, a lot of it is the attachment to all of that stuff too. Um, old limiting beliefs, um, as far as, you know, the things that women say sometimes when they come out and I'm, when I say women, I'm talking about me, when they first come out in a relationship, all oh, men are dogs, <laughs> all, all these beliefs and, and things that we have tied to us, right? And I was saying there is you and what you believe and what you what you what you feel about yourself, because that's really what it is. Yes, yeah, she's let me tell you something about her. Let's let's just back up for a second. She's brilliant. She's in the she's uh, in the midst of going to school for her uh, doctorates right now. Uh, she's beautiful, the most beautiful hazel eyes. And let me tell you something about me. I am. I know I sit up here and I smile and miss positive, but I'm no liar. If she wasn't, I wouldn't say it. Okay. She's gorgeous. And all, and I used to like be in awe of her when I was younger. Like, oh my God, you know, beautiful eyes, you know, nice thick hair, you know, all right body, you know, just, I mean, just gorgeous and, and just stronger her, in her, in her, but this is the thing. She was stronger, her religious walk. Right. And I, you know, we've come to learn that religion to me, and, and we talked about it with her too are these rules and these sets and it has to be this way and you have to show up at church and you have to do these things and you have to, and if you, you know, sin, you're going to hell, right? Like you just, you're going to hell, right? So it's learning, you know, we were having this, so it's like, she say those things and I'm like, okay, it is you. For one, self-love is about loving yourself through this period too, because you're super frustrating. You're in this pressure cooker, right? This pressure cooker. What the pressure cooker is about is change. It's time for her to break those limiting beliefs about herself. She's frustrated because she's stuck in a rut of, of old outdated timelines that she needs to move past. But that's what that pressure does. When you're feeling all this pressure on you, like every, things are just not going right and you're, you're frustrated and you're, you're upset and you, you, you know, you're honking your horn at people, you're middle fingering people and you just, oh, all of that is signs to say that it's time to change some things. It's time to change with some of the things that you may think, some of the things you may say, some of the things that you're doing. If you feel all those things about yourself and you look at it in a negative way, right? 
How is it that you want somebody else to come look at that in a positive way? So I do say that I'm weird. You know, I'm like, you know, I, I'm very sensitive to things. Like I talk about all the time that I can't watch certain news programs because it sits with me and, and I, and I can't watch like, um, scary things at night or any type of murders thing because I dream about them. Um, I, I, I don't have a TV in my room. I'm always reading. So I'm like, I'm a super nerd, you know, um, into my spirituality. So I'm like reading the Bible from beginning to end, but I embrace those things about myself. And what I've come to learn is that because I love me the way I am, there is somebody that is a match that loves me the way that I am. And I love them the way they are, but that's the acceptance piece of things, right? But if you can't accept that about yourself and accept that some good things, hell, what is knowledge? Like, okay, you know, educating yourself, going to school, getting through, that's a wonderful Right? The fact that you have standards, because that's what it really is, ladies, when we talk about religion, you have standards. You're just not going to spread ego for everyone. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's not a, you, that's wonderful. That's a wonderful quality. Right? Having standards. Now, w within that, we, we also have to talk about having standards is beautiful. And you need to have some. And if you don't have any, you need to get some. Okay? But within that, there's also this list, right? He needs to look like this. He needs to have this. He needs to do this. And I'm saying to myself, okay, you can't have it both ways. Either you want love, right? And you want to be loved and accepted for who you are. And you want standards within that love, right? Standards, loyalty, honesty, open communication, right? You want people to, to, to come as they, as they are, as they are. So you're not bamboozled. Okay. When somebody who's, who's, you know, works hard, has something of their own. Don't necessarily mean that they got to own a house and all those stuff. I mean, you know, listen, people who own the house don't have their house now because things happen. Right. I, you know, I think that it's okay to, to want somebody who um, can meet you where you are in terms of finances. I don't think anything is wrong with that. But I think we have to be careful sometimes when we're looking for love, not to place all these stipulations on. So let me say this. So in other words, you know, he has to have, you know, a, you know, corporate job. Well, there's blue collar men that make great money. You know what I mean? So it's what I mean. It's like. You have all these rules around what you want. And so that means then, oh, here's the kicker. That means then when that man comes into your life, the one that is for you, the one who loves your, the fact that you're a super nerd and you're educating yourself, who loves the fact that you, you have two dogs and you have any children, that that loves your quirks and loves that your booty is, is, has a little lump in the dimple here and there, right? What it says is that when he walks into your, your life, you're automatically going to push him away because he's not six foot, you know, corporate America vice president. <laughs> You know, it's like, got to think about that for a second. And I'll just use me. I used to have this preference. Okay. Like me, I had a tight 
Okay. It had to be fried, dyed, and laid to the side. <laughs> In other words, I love me a dark man. Like I want dark, you know, like I just love me a dark man. I love the, 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 like the, the, the beards, right? Dark beard, you know, had to be taller than me. Of course, you know, at least five, 10 or higher. Right. And I'm not saying that I broke all that, but I'm just saying like, this was my type, you know, it had to be hard. <laughs> you know, I just, that was what I loved. And I had to ask myself one day and talked about it in therapy too, let's be honest, right? Uh, how's that working for you to have a type? Because what you're saying is you want love. What you're saying is you want someone to love you and respect you. What you're saying is you want somebody who's going to be loyal to you. What you're saying is you want somebody who, who, who's able to communicate with you. That's able to grow with you. That's what you really want. You want you want a, you want a love of ease. And and not toxic, manipulative, narcissistic love, right? That's what you really want. So if it doesn't come in that fried dolly to the side, <laughs> long beard package, what are you saying? You're going to throw it away? I mean, and I'm not saying that physical attraction isn't important. It is. It's really important. But I believe that some attractions can grow. And, I, you know, it's so funny. So I have a show. Cause I mean, I love this. I have a show that I really, really love, right? I'm, I'm into, like I told you, I don't like, a, well, I don't watch a lot of TV, but when I do, it's um something that is dealing with personalities and relationships. So there's this show called Married at First Sight. And I was watching it and I'm going to tell you how it ties and tie this all together too. I was watching the show and this season they had these couples that, you know, kind of made it to the end. And it was the one guy whose, his name was Bennett and he married, at first, I just was leaving a million. Now, these are the two quirkiest people I've ever seen in my life, okay? He built his own little tiny home. He was in the theater. He doesn't have any money. He did, like, tightrope and, you know, juggling all of the, just, just all these weird eclectic things, right? And then Amelia was going to school to be, a, she was going to be a doctor, getting ready to go into her residencies. But she also was, like, very, like, just, I mean, weird. <laughs> like, birds on her head and, you know, just... Everything in life is woo -hoo -hoo -hoo. you know, just lovely, everyone, like just la la land, right? Type living and just was very, um, very, very eclectic, right? And most people would think, like, when they first, like, how in the world, who is marrying them? But this is what this is the beauty of life when you love and accept all the things that come with you. All that weirdness, and it's really not weird, it's normal. Uh, the weirdness that you think, and you come to love the way you think, um, knowing that within that there's growth, right? Uh, you come to, to, to love all the parts of you. You'll find that there's a lid for every pot. That's what you, you so you think that you were put on this earth and there's no match to you? Oh, it's there. But sometimes we can't get to the match because we're blocking it with this list of things that they need to have instead of the character of who they are. Because I would in a million years give up my six foot dark chocolate 
you know, hardcore man that doesn't love and respect me, that doesn't care how I feel, that, that, will, that will cheat on me, that will walk on me for the man that, that stays and, and walks with me and is patient with me, that loves on me, loves everything about me, knowing that there's growth in this, right? So this is where we have to get to. And that's what I was kind of saying to her. He's out there. But how can he come to you if he knows? If he comes and he may be bald-headed and you don't like him bald. And if he comes and he may be 5'10 instead of 6'3. That you, you want to push him away. So how is it that the universe can walk him in if you're not ready for him? Because you haven't loved and accepted all the things that he's going to love and accept about you. That's an interesting question. And then, you know, I'm going to go back to the show for a second. There's another couple, Karen and Miles. Oh, because love at first sight, you're not supposed to know anything about the person or any anything, right? And she accidentally, the day of the night, the day of their wedding, found out who he was by accident and you know saw his Instagram and she went into a, like a frenzy like this is not really my he's not my type am I ruining my life and she was just upset but even through that she decided to go through the process now the one thing about her character was she she had been hurt in the past really bad so she liked to take it super slow so what she really needed was someone, she thought she needed a certain type of guy, right? Cause she knows she loves, she said she loves a man that, you know, put her in her place from time to time. And, you know, <laughs> she needed certain things, but what she really needed was a man who was going to be patient with her. And here comes Miles. Now, Miles was a guy who he wears his heart in his sleeve. He's very emotional. He, he says how, you know, how he feels. He, he, he his love language is physical touch and, and words of affirmation. And Karen couldn't do any of those things, right? It's like, you're a stranger to me. Even though we just got married, I can't do any of that, right? And she also didn't want to be physical with him. It was like she needed to walk her walk and walk her journey. And guess what? He was all of that. He was patient. He was kind. He was everything she needed. Oh, that's a word. Everything she needed was that for her without even saying she needed her feet rubbed and he would just do it without even saying he let her know how beautiful she was but she was so caught up in certain things right and she, some she kind of couldn't move past but he still remained patient he still remained stoic through it all and I love that because what that shows ladies is sometimes what you want it's not what you need I had to learn that lesson Sometimes what you want is not what you need. And it was beautiful to watch that unfold. And they ended up staying together just like, you know, the, the weird eclectic couple <laughs> ended up staying, deciding to stay together at the end. And then there was another couple, Woody and Imani. Now, Woody and Imani was like, you could tell they were the life of the party, like, you know, home. You could just see from the, their wedding that they were going to have this, you know, high five. This going to be my best friend vibe. And from the beginning, you know, there were certain things about one another, you know, sit back on a little bit. But again, it was 
them deciding, oh my God, although I'm scared, although I'm fearful, I'm going to do it anyway. I'm going to do it scared. How about that? I'm going to do it scared. And I'm going to go for what I truly want, which is love, which is to be married and to have, you know, the family life that I want to have. And now they decided, they clicked early on. Right. So they were, you know, by the time their honeymoon came, they, they, they became physical, physically active with each other. And so did Amelia and Bennett. Right. And they, and they were moving along, you know, a little bit quicker. And they also, I mean, their love was just beautiful and they decided to stay together in the end too. So here's the thing about all three of these couples. You got the weird eclectic couple <laughs> that just is out there man you know everything is just out there you have the couple where patience was needed kindness understanding learning each other love language so we're going to take it slow and then you had the other couple who was just like yo we we in this it's me and you against the world already and now what had a, what would have happened if they would all looked at each other and said well we're not moving like they're moving or we're not doing what they're doing they would lose track of where they're headed. So sometimes when you want something in life, you got to get tunnel vision. You got to understand that part of the dating process too, that you hate so much, is learning what you like and what you don't like. How would you know? Sometimes you have to be in it. Sometimes you have to oh, kiss a lot of frogs, get to the prince. Not necessarily mean you got to really kiss them, but you know, you got to get out there, get yourself out there and, and mingle throughout. I, these are the things that I had to learn too, you know, to get myself, you know, okay, I can't just say I hate dating. I hate this process. I had to learn that it's a process of collecting data and really truly learning what I want and what I don't want. What, 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 and here's the thing and what I need, cause I'm going to tell you right now, the truth of the matter is some of the things that I, I wanted, I, I truly found out I didn't need in my life. It really didn't serve me. It didn't serve where I was headed and, and what I'm doing in my life. So it's all a process, but it really truly starts. And we hate to hear it. It's like all oh, this self-love, blah, 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 blah. But it starts with that. It starts with giving yourself grace and loving yourself enough as you're going through the process of breaking down those old beliefs instead of beating yourself up. It's me in a negative way, right? I'm weird, you know, I'm this, I'm that. It's like, okay, those are all positives. And there's going to be somebody that's going to love all that weirdness. Trust me, I know. <laughs> I love all that weirdness, you know? all the quirks and things that are about you. And even to me, sometimes I used to have a problem with, you know, being, cause I'm very strong, very alpha, you know, somebody, there's somebody who loves that. I don't have to necessarily knock all that down and change who I am. Now, when you, when you decide to come together with somebody, there's some, there's some compromise in that, right? You may have to grow a little bit, you know, for me, I have to learn that there's times and Hey, listen, I'm real in these videos. There's times when I'm going to have to take my balls off <laughs> and understand that, and, you know, he has to be the man in, in, in certain, you know, it's just, it's what it is. Right. But I've, I also understand ladies that we come and take our balls off. And here's, this is from this tidbit for you men. When we trust, when we know that we can trust you with us and that, you know, 
because trust is the number one factor. It's like, I don't want to let, you know, it's like, let your guard down on this, right? I got to trust that you're going to lead me up and not in a ditch because that's what we're really afraid of. If we're being honest today, ladies, right? And that you'll put your trust in someone and they'll lead you into that dark space that most of us have been in already. But this is where, right? We have to learn to listen a little bit earlier. You have to listen, really be attentive and hear the things that he says. And then you have to watch what he does, right? And if they line up and don't line up, right? And you have to be investigative and ask the questions. Uh, listen, you, if someone's, if you, if you really desire to be married, ask the question up front. Because if they don't, it's so nice to meet you. But I'm going to get. And I'm going after what I want. And it's okay that they don't want to be married. It's okay. It ain't, maybe it's not their time. It may be because timing is everything, right? Maybe you have to go off and do whatever you do. And, and you never even know. Like you could go off and, you know, date and do whatever. And may happen that you guys may end up coming back together at some point in time. But that's that's what it, that's the the process sometimes of going through these these dating factors. And really, if you look at it in terms of just getting to know yourself a little bit better, because sometimes you know, especially when we isolate, we've been alone for a long time. Because I, I did that too. I was alone for a lot of years. You know, you got to get back in the game and really figure out as you go and evolve, right? What's really for you? Because you you should be growing and evolving. We should not be staying stagnant, ladies. We should always be, you know, moving forward in terms of growing ourselves, moving forward in terms of healing our past traumas. And that's the, and that's another key. You know, got to heal some of that stuff. I'm not saying you're not worthy of love within that, but it's not their job to come in and heal that. You have to continue to work on that while, you know, while you're in this relationship or you're in this, in, in dating, Right. Those are the things that you should be continuously working on. You're, that's what self-love is. Loving yourself enough to continuously push forward, to grow yourself, grow your mindset, right? Work on your health, work on your finances, okay? And giving yourself grace to just loving yourself enough to do that. Loving yourself enough to stop living in fear. And, and here's the thing. I'm not saying that I don't have fear, but I'm going, if I truly desire this, I'm going to do it scared. What's the worst that can happen? Like seriously, when you stop and think about it. So you're scared. Do it scared. But do it. Stop putting your life on hold. Stop looking at yourself in these negative ways. Start to work on that. Heal that. Right? And I know where it comes from. It comes from, you know, when we were growing up, her hearing, you know, certain things. And, you know, because some growing up in, in, in somewhat of a negative environment, right? You know, when you, you name calling is is supposed to be he ha funny, but that stuff sticks with you. I get I get where it stems from, but that's what you gotta go work on. You gotta go work on that. 
and say, oh, listen, you know what? I am weird. I am beautiful. I am bold. I am light. I am loving. I am giving. I am kind. I'm a hard worker. I'm brilliant. And that shit is beautiful. All, oh, every last bit of it was beautiful. And the man that's for you is going to think just that. So, whether you believe it or not, the truth is, everything that I talk to you about, every single thing I come and talk to you about every Sunday, this self-love journey, it all starts with you and what you believe about yourself. So you got to really work, ladies. You got to work on that. And why are we working on it? Because you said, I hear it. I hear it with my clients. I hear it with my friends. You tell me that, that you want a certain life. You say it. No one's telling that you have to be married. No one's putting that stipulation on you. You say, I want this. I want to be happy. I want this new job. I want a better life. I want a better home life. I want peace of mind. I want to be a better mom. I want to, you know, I want to, you know, work through um, healing my old wounds, right? I desire, I desire love. <laughs> you want all of that, but you, you think there's some external source that gets you there. It's not. It's you. You want it, but you're scared. Let me say, there's nobody that's more scared of having their heart broken than I am. I mean, because I had my heart stomped on, like stomped on. There's nobody's more scared than I am. But I decided to do it scared. I don't and I can't live in my own mental prison. Hello? Nobody's you, you put you living in your own mental prison of fear. And there's nothing more than the negative forces of this world want than to have you stuck and stagnant and living in fear and afraid. Because you know what? If you actually step out on that fear and you actually find love and you actually, first of all, you actually step on that fear, love yourself, love yourself through it and find love. Because when you have that, you are love and, you, and you're embodying love and then the world would have more love. Instead of all of that negative, disgusting, despicable things that we see now. So that's, we have all of that. So you got to break through it. Don't give the negative forces what they want. Do it, do it scared. Stop saying that you hate the process of dating. Start saying, I want to get to know myself a little bit better. What I like, what I don't like. Listen Sometimes we have to stop talking and listen, truly listen. I didn't listen before. Let me tell you something. I thought I could change the world, okay? So this man, I could change him. Uh, no, you cannot. But I had to learn it the hard way. Okay, don't look at me like that. I was a hard-headed. I got it now. <laughs> but, you know, people, only people change when they really want to change. Just like you and I. I don't change for anybody else. I change because I, I, this is something that I want to do. I grow because I want to grow. Not because somebody's, there's some force pushing that on me. So, we got to do the work. We got to understand that whatever we believe about ourselves is true. Whatever you say about yourself is true. 
because it becomes true for you. So we got to change that conversation, right? We got to start saying loving and, and looking at looking at those things in a loving way. And if there's some things about yourself you truly don't like, then here's the thing. Accept that and then work on it. But I'm going to ask you again. How do you expect someone to come in and love you when you don't love you? And here's the thing. It's not saying you don't like, because people are like, well, I, I do love myself. Okay. What I'm saying to you is there's parts of you that you don't, but you want somebody else to love you. You got to love it first and stop looking at yourself in negative terms. There's a lid for every pot. Your lid is waiting on you, but he's waiting on you to love and accept you the way you are because then he knows that you're going to love and accept him the way he is. And then you will grow together. How about that? All right. So let's work on it. If you have, if you don't see, that's the other thing too. We, we, her and I talked about this. I'm like, this is why your, your, and I said ass, needs a coach. To help you walk through these things. So even as you're dating, right? You're going through this dating life. Now, here's the thing. We, as coaches, we don't do the work for you. You're doing your own work. But we can help you break through those barriers. Help you see the blind spots. You know how sometimes you're, you're, like you're driving in your car and you just have that blind spot. You got to turn your head all the way around. And sometimes you have to ask somebody, hey, is there a car coming? It's the same thing with a coach. Sometimes we can recognize blind spots because she didn't even recognize that. We had that conversation. It was like an epiphany. Like, oh, wow. I didn't even think about that. That's what we're here for. To help you with those blind spots. To help you with those, to, to have those aha moments. We can't solve it for you. We can't walk your life for you. But we definitely can give you the tips and the tools. And give you certain things to, to, to look at a little bit differently. Okay? So I really, really, truly want to say to you, if there's a life that you want, in terms of love and relationships, in terms of home, your home, in terms of your finances, in terms of your career, and you're just in this stuck state, or you really just need help trying to figure out how to get over the hump of it, pick up the listen, email me, and no, it's not gonna be like it's not like these videos. I hope you guys know that, right? It's not gonna be like, well, you just have to live yourself. No. <laughs> We actually walk through things. We we actually break things down. And, and we're wonderful because we're neutral territory, right? We're not your friends, right? That we're not we don't live in judgment. Okay. We we help we can help you see see yourself completely and totally, right? As you are, and then help you break through with those whatever limiting beliefs or whatever old barriers you have to get to the other side, to get what you say you want. So we can stop hoping and wishing and dreaming about a life like our, our we envision our future selves and see ourselves as we really want to see ourselves, right? We can, we can take you from that stuff of having that vision and that dream of being that to actually being that, sitting in it, loving on it. I love it over here, y'all. <laughs> I do. It's so dope. Like, I have so much peace. So much peace, so much love. So when you're ready, Mosas Fitness, M-O-E-S-A-S-S Fitness at gmail.com. 
reach out to me. You can always follow me on Facebook and Instagram too, as most as fitness LLC. Um, and, you know, always reach out in terms of messaging me. We can, you know, discuss anything in terms of coaching. And sometimes we have questions or sometimes I get topics. People like talk about this or talk about that. Like I need to come back and talk about the vision board. And I'm going to do that as promised. Um, I get these topics we need to talk about, but just reach out. I'm here for you. And I hope you have a wonderful rest of your Sunday. Happy November. Thank you.